Hey guys, we're back with another episode of Sister Spoken Woke. And today's episode will be a little different because we have our very first guest star who will introduce himself. Hello y'all, my name's Josiah. This episode will go into details of his story as a black man who grew up in a predominantly white society and his process of becoming comfortable in his own skin. So with that being said, we're about to get you Spoke and and Woke. What made you want to speak on this topic today? Honestly, I thought it was important to speak on this topic because I feel like there's a lot of people that grow up in like a predominantly white area. Yeah. Like there's a lot of African American children that get lost in themselves trying mm-hmm. to fit in with their crowd, fit in with their yep. group. You know what I mean? And I thought it was important that I come on today and I talk about my personal experience and the stuff that I experienced and that I went through throughout this yeah exactly yeah Yeah. we're through through this whole thing because (laughs) we've all as kids that grew up in the like the suburbs i didn't grow up in the suburbs but like (laughs) (laughs) but like but like all these kids that you know i mean grew up around white people you know what i mean i just thought that someone had to say it because there's still people out there that are struggling trying to figure out who they are and being comfortable with themselves you know what i mean we were like that too so i mean i think we all were like that at Mm -hmm. one point yeah so to start off, what are like specific times you felt like the black sheep surrounded a, by a majority white community? Um, my whole life. I, I feel like I'm always the black sheep in any scenario, it, disregarding my skin color, you know what I mean? Like my, my personality, I felt like I just stick out. I'm different. You different know what wavelength. I mean? Different, different wavelength, you know what I mean? And I feel like when I was going to school with these kids and I was always constantly trying to be someone who I wasn't, it made me stick out even more because yeah. I was trying to fit in with the white sheep, but at the end of the day, I was a black sheep. You right. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's just like, it's been like this from from the get, and I just, yeah, I, I just, it. I don't know. I, yeah. I just felt I like I've always been the black sheep in mm-hmm. any situation, regardless. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, when you're around those white folk, do you feel like you have to act like them and be like them? For example, like code switching. Me and Baby would do that a lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, code switching is... A whole topic itself like yeah. learning how to talk like a white act. person act like a yeah. white person you know what i mean it's something that i feel like is required for the african-american community mm-hmm. it's like something that we all have to do it's kind of like a protection thing because yeah. if you're if you're too if you are too comfortable you're ghetto you right. know what i mean but if you act a certain way or you try to fit in or conform you're mm-hmm. white yeah. whitewash whitewash you know? exactly so it's like find that balance in between mm-hmm. is yeah. always hard and it's always just a challenge to yeah, find a lot, that perfect balance. Exactly. You don't want to be seen a type of way about it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You just don't want to be seen like one way or the other. Yeah. It's never black or white. There's always so yeah. much more to it. You know what I mean? For real. So growing up the way you did, surrounded by white folk, do you ever feel like disconnected from the black community, your culture, your roots, and did you ever feel like you just didn't belong? Yeah, I felt that disconnect when I initially like went to Chicago for the first time. Uh-huh. Yeah, like I met all my family down there and I learned so much more stuff like slang, food. Yeah. I got experienced food, food good Were food. Were they acting different too? Like- yeah, I mean, acting different, completely different. It was foreign to me, man. Yeah. I had no idea how to act. And yeah. trust me, when I went down there, I got made fun of. Mm-hmm. I got yeah. called whitewashed. I yeah. got called all types yeah. of names, you know what I mean? But God. did you also kind of like appreciate it though? Because it was like the first time you really It kind of set me straight. Yeah. You know what I mean? It set me straight <laughs> because I was like, I came down there, I was like, hey, y'all. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And I was using all, the, all of the slang that I had 
had made yeah. from yeah. like all my white like folks. previous schools, you know, like, white yeah. folks. No offense to y'all, yeah. but <laughs> I went down there and they were on me. You yeah. know what I mean? It's just like it was insane, and yeah. I felt so disconnected because I had no type of anything. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? We I just went down too. there. Yeah, no, we had status. that. The yeah. same thing. Like we was growing up, just surrounded by white people, yeah. and like we almost had this fear. Like we were like scared to be surrounded by our own people, yeah. which is weird because you know that's what we should feel the most comfortable. Yeah. But I didn't really know how to act, how to what to do. Like I just I knew I was gonna stick out no matter what. Same. And so, but at the same time, like when it finally happened, yeah. like I think it started kind of last summer, maybe. Yeah, when we went to the trip. No, not the trip. <laughs> it's when George Floyd happened. Oh yeah, okay. When yeah, George sorry. Floyd and Breonna Taylor and all that stuff happened, we really connected with the black community yeah. on our like the east side and stuff. It was like a whole other world because we went to predominantly white schools all our life and it felt like I felt like I was just stuck in this bubble this whole time and as soon as all this happened It just popped your yeah, free yeah. Like, bubble popped. Exactly. Yeah. And it was so funny. I went down there, I was wearing vans, you know yeah. what I mean? Vans with like yeah, the my pants shoe game still needs work. And uh, I got I got flamed. They yeah. were yeah. on me, but it was good for me though. Yeah. And it was and I'm happy that I had that experience yeah. at a younger age rather yeah. than like recently because right. it yeah. made me find who I am and mm -hmm. really be comfortable with my own yeah. skin a lot sooner than it. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. It would have been if I would have been stuck in that bubble for X amount of time. Yeah, it's a just so nice being um, connected to people that look like you because there's things that no one else can relate to. That's what I'm saying. Things people. that exactly, my white yeah. friends just won't get. And me and baby, we have like kind of yeah. a more unique experience because we're also Nigerian. Yeah. And um, represent Africa. <laughs> but the <laughs> thing is, is though, for us, too. no, like it's a struggle because we always felt like too african for you know where we grew up yep. but also to american when we go to nigeria because we when we went to nigeria we were the only people with american accents it's the same thing up chicago like yeah, we got claimed chicago. everything like yeah we was just different we totally stuck out yeah and you like, feel like you're a black sheep in your own community yeah and that sucks yeah. and and once you find that you can be comfortable with who you are and expressing who you are, not trying to act too black or act too white. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's that it's that perfect balance. That's you know what, what I'm mean? saying? Yeah. And like, I I don't know. I finally feel like I'm there, honestly. Yeah. Like I'm hella comfortable with my own skin now, and not feeling like I have to be anyone. I don't. And it took be. a lot of wake up calls to get that. Oh yeah. Yeah, and yeah. it's and it goes both ways. You know yeah. what I mean? It goes both ways For in sure. both communities because yeah. a lot of there's a lot of uh, African American people that will try to act like not ghetto but they will try to act hard or try to talk yeah. a certain mm -hmm. way yeah. you know what i mean to fit into the stereotype yeah you know? the thing is you don't have to fit into a stereotype mm -hmm. be you you know what i mean yeah be there in the first place that's exactly. what they think of us too that's like no because like, in middle place. school <laughs> what i would overdo it hella like i would try to act like so ghetto like yeah or like just like trying to be like grade, exactly. I, I did the most yes i did the most like i would always just kind of like fix the way I talk even though it like i just had to find the balance like you said mm -hmm. like i yeah. was doing too much and then we i have was just stages too like i remember my there was a point in middle school like sixth grade i wanted to be white so that i straightened my hair i did everything that heat damage different. yeah, yeah I, I used to put listen to this i used to put gel in my hair when i was younger <laughs> and i'd swoop my hair up <laughs> like <laughs> like the chad hairstyle and I would, I, would, I would put my hair out like i have curls now like i embrace yeah. my hair but yeah. now i used to i used to like put my hair up it with gel it'd be like hard and yeah. shit it's just terrible it's like yeah. and i was like why am i doing this yeah. like why the fuck am i doing this right For now real. wait i have a question though okay so you probably had like 
because you know we grew up in the area you know good white friends and they probably you know you probably have some great friends but like did you ever feel like there was just a certain barrier and disconnect even when you were in like your whitewash phase like that some things you can say or do because they wouldn't understand it mm-hmm. and did it like affect your relationship with them yeah i feel like yeah yeah i think mm-hmm. that like the disconnect between like mm-hmm. the cultures was uh, very hard because mm-hmm. there'd be like stuff like that i'd go through personally that they wouldn't understand like mm-hmm. people african-american families are raised different you know what i mean yeah, so i would talk about experiences that i had at home mm-hmm. you know what i mean they had no idea how to talk right, about it you know yeah. what i mean or i would just feel like they wouldn't understand where I'm getting coming from completely. And I was yeah. so busy trying to be them yeah. that I wasn't, like, yeah. understanding that I'm like, separate. Um, did you ever, like, question your head, like, will this, talking about this would make them uncomfortable? And yeah, all yeah, that? yeah. All it time. makes them uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, there's certain stuff that you just can't talk about. Or, like, yeah. when people would... Like they're like, oh, let me touch on your hair and stuff yeah. like that. It's yeah. just like as much as I love as love much as ah as much as I love my white friends. It's like, come on, y'all. Yeah, yeah. you always yeah. Know, like they don't even ask us. They'll yeah. just come up and start petting our hair. And yeah. you think and you and then some of them think that we're like a prized possession mm-hmm. yeah. to have a black friend. Yeah. You know what I mean? They'll the token they'll, black yeah, friend. And sometimes Girl. like the white folk when there's like issues like you know come happy our community were being killed all that stuff. And I asked why don't you really like because like some people speak don't really it. speak on they it. They ride the wave. And they, they always ride the say wave. this. Yeah. And they always say this word uncomfortable. It's just too uncomfortable. Like but we have to be uncomfortable for shit to actually change. Change, change. exactly. Yeah. For me like I would always be mad at myself growing up because I hate them like Camelia, why are you hanging or more comfortable around these white folk than your own people? Like I would see the black people over there and I'd be like, Oh, I'm like, I don't yeah. know. But then like I'd be like with my white friends like, I don't know, Kelsey and shit. Like yeah. and it just wouldn't like you know, I'd always be like, What am I doing? Like I just feel like I'm not really who I am right yeah. now. And it's not even white just white people. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, exactly. it's 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 every any culture, you know what yeah. I mean? There's friends, there's like Mexican friends that I had that thought Mexican friends, Indian friends, you know what I mean, et cetera, et cetera, yeah. that thought because I was black, they could say N word, right. they could talk, they could act a certain way or talk to me yeah, like with like a black accent or whatever, yeah. you know what I mean? Try to talk to me a certain way because they are not white. Yeah. It applies to everybody, you know what I mean? No matter what color you are, yeah. treat me as a person, don't That's treat me by I'm my saying. color, yeah. you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like, I know um, this one white friend I had growing up, like, she would act one way completely different when it was just like her friends, mm. you know, our like whole squad or whatever, just white people. We had like one Asian in there, but that's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. And then when I pull up, when I pull up, like she completely put on this whole black scent. <laughs> <laughs> the black scent? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's real. I know, they come up to you, they put on black scent no, like, all the time. That's what I'm saying. Like, They'd start like she talk start talking with the slang as soon as I come up. I'm like, what are you doing? Exactly yeah. like where do we, who do you think you are? Yeah, like, pipe down. They feel like they have like they that's why they keep saying like they feel like they have a per, indirect permission because we're black and mm-hmm. like since oh I have a black friend I could do this too. I can do that really? and I, yeah. no. I remember they would ask me for the N word pass. I said what? What? Yeah. It's no. That's and that like, stuff. I, people out there listening. I promise you, stop. Don't do that. No, yeah. not may, give them an N-word it, pass. It, it, no, not even N-word pass. Don't ask for the N-word pass. It's uncomfortable. <laughs> yes. you know? it's what like... do you want me to say? All right, all right. So, when did you start to realize that you don't have to be like the white folk? Yeah, like I said earlier, the Chicago trip. But um, once I realized that all the effort I was putting in was, wasn't going anywhere, yeah. I was like, man, 
come on now. <laughs> like, I can't do this no Wait, more. I got tired this? of what it. Where were you in? It was, it was freshman year. Freshman, freshman year of high school. And it was funny because I went from a really, really wide school, Canyon Park. Wow. And I moved to uh, Linwood and had more diversity. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I... When I went there, I was square. I used to wear tie-dye shirts, like I said yeah. earlier. I used to wear the whole fit. But yeah. once I realized that I didn't have to be like that, it yeah. was liberating. You yeah. know what I mean? Because I was like, wow, I don't have to do all this work that right. I was putting yeah. in. It felt like a chore. You yeah. know what I mean? I was doing this, that, and the third. Yeah. And I just got tired of it. Freshman yeah. year, I was like, it's over. Yeah, I wish mine was honestly that early. Me I think too. mine was... Ours was like, mine was, was junior year. Mine was um, probably the beginning of senior year. <laughs> <laughs> we was a late bloomer. Yeah. Like, I remember I was, we were so scared to like wear our braids to school, do my little lace fronts, yeah. do everything. Cause I knew. We didn't really know about that type of no, stuff. No, honestly, cause I knew like people were going to ask questions. They were going to come up petting my hair. They were going to ask me how long yeah. it took, everything like that. And like, I was just really scared to fully embrace everything that surrounds my culture yes, is this I your really... real hair yeah <laughs> like and they'll be like why <laughs> go time this girl came up to me because i just have my passion twisted you know it was popping but then she came up to me she felt my hair and she's like what's under that oh like, she like lifted <laughs> it up yeah i also like when you said that like i also hate when they ask like I want to see your, more of you wearing your real hair. So I was supposed to take. I know. All oh, my sorry. Let me just undo. Just for you. <laughs> let me undo my cornrows. Let me do a whole wash day for you. Let me do every single oh, step I gotta do so just for you. And it's pass. It's like it doesn't come off as passive aggressive, but it's passive yeah. aggressive. Yeah. Like a lot of the stuff that you guys say is very like. Ugh, you know what I mean? The it's, microaggression. It's upset. It's upsetting. It's microaggression. Like, it's not yeah. as easy as you like stop. Like that. The, that and it's just bad. like you know, like our hair, and like. The process that we go through is not, not the, same, be as the same as yours. So I don't understand why they so. Mm -hmm. But then I just stopped caring. Yeah. Junior, junior year, no summer going into senior year, kind of end of junior year. I was like, I don't go. You know, I'm just gonna do what, <laughs> do what I gotta do. Like same, wear like, whatever hair I gotta wear. Honestly, when like you know when COVID happened, like everyone like school was over. Like we all right. that was like the first transition of all line. That's why I kind of found myself because I was like, okay, let me like. Oh yeah, quarantine. Change it up a little bit. I wasn't yeah. school. I didn't have to confide in the status quo. Like it was so like refreshing because like I finally was like, okay, like maybe I can like try. And people things. would literally like DM us. Remember? They were, they were like. Who is like Kanoya? Like I just see you, you know, doing yeah, like, like popping off lately. We, don't have to we do just stopped caring. Yeah. You're just like, and people admired us more for it because I'm yeah. telling y'all, like, people, you know, especially racists, like they'll literally still absorb everything in black culture, yeah. whether it's our music, fashion. No, they like, still be peeping, like regardless. Still looking. Yeah, and, 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 that's what I'm saying. And when you when you step out, people yeah. are like, whoa. And I didn't realize that. And yeah. when I found that real, when I made that realization, I was like, okay. People like me for me. You yeah. know what I mean? I, me trying to fit in made people not like me. That's yeah. what I'm saying. That's why even I made like a lot more friends of all like black friends, but all like honestly all cultures. Yeah. Because they could see me just being confident in my own skin. Being ourselves. And my energy was like, it was noticeable. And yeah. When we, when we are ourselves, people notice. And oh, yeah. Yeah. So what advice would you give a young black person that grew up in the same environment that we grew up in? Honestly, I would just say to understand that you are never going to be who you are trying to be. You have to be yourself. Mm -hmm. That's the most important. Mm -hmm. And just keep pushing through it. Understand that you are beautiful. Your skin's beautiful. Stop yeah. trying to act like someone. You're you know what I mean? Beautiful. Exactly. Embrace your culture. Learn more about your culture. Learn more about yourself. 
learn more about your roots, your family. Yeah, family is super important. Like when we first saw our whole extended family at this yeah. big Nigerian wedding, I think we was around 10. And that's when I truly saw what I was missing and what I was failing to like embrace our, my our culture, roots. our roots, where we came from. Yeah. And so I would just say like, never be ashamed of that and know that the privilege is greater in you know expressing who you really are than hiding it. Yeah, I know. It's just yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So, do you recall like the worst thing or action a white kid has said to you to make you feel like an outcast? Yeah. Outcast. There was this one kid. All right, I'll tell this story. Uh, when I was going to Kane Park in middle school, I was in the lunchroom, right? Mm -hmm. Eating lunch. And I'm walking in the hallway to go to the bathroom or something. And this kid thought it was funny to call me a monkey. Wow. Oh, shoot. And I got so pissed. I got so mad. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And I responded. I got mad at him. Da, da, da. And one thing led to the next. And I got fucking hot. And I threw, and I threw this kid through a window. Right? I threw, like, the lunch oh had a glass dividing window, right? And it separates the bathroom and, like, the lunch yeah. room. And I, and I was doing martial arts at the time. And I thought I was, like... Like yeah. Master Uruguay, and I threw him through a window. If it was a predominantly white school, who got more in trouble? Did you get more in trouble? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah I got yeah. in trouble. And wow. I, Did they even care even that with, you called you monkey? Yeah, and even they didn't even care at all. Yeah, like an example. Yeah, example with Lydia is like we both got in trouble. And Lydia did something, I won't say it, but yeah. my best friend, she <laughs> we did something and she was completely at fault. And when it came to the time of them like like do it. Punishment. Inter yeah, yeah, punishment. They were trying to make her seem like the bad guy. No, make her make me seem like the bad oh. guy. They're like, you don't oh, have turn to her against you. Yeah, Are like you they were like, you don't have to cover for Josiah. Mm -hmm. Like you don't have to cover for him. Yeah. Da -da -da -da. Exactly. Yes. It was just weird. That's just so screwed up. Yeah, Mine's but, not even, yeah. And there's so many experiences like microaggressions, like you said, like yeah. in Spanish class, most like innocent. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just trying to learn Spanish. Yeah. And kids coming up to me, oh negro, 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 oh, negro, and I'm like, what? I what do you? And they're like. They're like, I'm just saying black and Spanish. I'm just saying black and Spanish. It's like, bro, it's like, cut that shit out, man. Like, That's so dumb. Exactly. Why are you coming up to me saying negro? So like, it's just so dumb. It's like so many experiences with just stupid, yeah. ignorant people. You yeah, know what I mean? It's, it's upsetting. It's yeah. so and dumb. for me, mine was like, mine was a bad experience, but it was also kind of a wake-up call. Because mm -hmm. I remember... We was at um, the lunch table. This was freshman year. Mm. And uh, I just got my braids in. And then this girl came up to me and she was like, oh, Kanwulia, like, I'm so happy you got braids because, you know, you was you were always like the whitest black person here. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, what? Oh, no. I'm just trying to eat my Lunchables. I'm trying to chill. Oh, and this girl, she came up to me and I, was, I didn't know what to say. I'm like, what does that mean? And she was like, you know, like, you can just, you're like, you were always one of us, and now you're finally one of them. And I was like, one of them. I'm like, girl, <laughs> walk away from me right that now so before I get turned up. No, I yeah. Had, yeah, I also had um, an experience where I was painted to be whitewashed as well. And I remember like one day I was like, I was like, you know how we leave school and we we're just walking down the sidewalk? Mm -hmm. uh, there was people in front of me, at some people in my grade actually. And I just heard my name. I didn't know if it was for sure my name, but then I hear I heard to maybe I was like I was like, let me listen to this. Mm -hmm. I didn't even know I was in the back. I said, Why does she never wear her real hair? Like, 
why is like why is she always try to be yeah. have thing. white girl hair? And I that's was like so, so upset. That's so were uncomfortable. They white, was, were they white people that were saying? They're white people. Yeah, and it's, it's just so uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. It's just like why? What's the purpose? What's and why are you so bothered by it? Like, yeah. just let us like go ask your friends. Like, why are you guys always getting highlights in? Like, you yeah. guys never ask them questions. You're all your well, white friends. Time, you're so wigs are protective hairstyle. Like, and, yeah. <laughs> and I'm not trying to give y'all a whole hair lesson. Like, okay, under this wig is a protective hairstyle. To grow my natural hair, like, what do you want to hear? We don't have to explain that. Exactly. Yeah. We don't have to explain ourselves. Yeah. But okay, now you know we're kind of wrapping it up, guys. Yeah. Yeah. It's been like it's been a good twenty minutes. We've been doing this for a good minute. Okay. But hey. Okay, Josiah. Last question. So, since you love yourself for who you are, what is the best thing about being black? Everything, man. Everything, <laughs> everything. There's nothing that's bad about being black. True. I love my skin color. I love my style. Yeah, I love my food. culture. I love our food. I love everything yeah. about us, man. Yeah, our music. How we take, how we run the sports industry. That's yeah. <laughs> everything. Sports, like, everything, man. It's just like, it's great being black. Yeah. Honestly, and I feel like once everybody realizes how great it is to yeah. be black, if we all lived in an area where it was not, it was all black people, it'd be amazing. Yeah. It'd be no, so sweet. I was about to say something like that. Like, my favorite thing is the fact that I can, like, at a party or something, I could just walk in and there'd be like two other black people and we'll just automatically click. Yeah. The thing is, you know just, what I'm saying? Yeah, and it's automatically like, have a good time. If it wasn't so normalized to be in a white area, man, mm-hmm. and we were around mm-hmm. ourselves and our culture, we would love being black a lot sooner than we did. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's a true. lot sooner than we did because it's so normalized to hate your, hate yeah. your skin color, hate yeah. everything, and try to fit in. You know yeah. what I mean? Also, like, I don't know, like, when black people just walk in, I feel like we automatically stand out. Like, oh, in a for room. real. Like, we just, like, our melon glows. Like, we just automatically stand out. Now, we different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. we different. There's power in it, man. Yeah. yeah. Like we said, like, our culture has become American culture, which are, is another episode yeah, of our podcast. Yeah, go to the oh, episode. Yeah. Black, black culture, culture is American, American culture. culture. Oh, yeah. We have a little problem yeah. there. Yeah. But, <laughs> guys, that's pretty much all we have for today. Yes. And we want to thank our friend, Josiah. Josiah, for yeah. coming on, yeah. speaking your truth, talking about your story, and being an inspiration. Thank yes. you all for having me, of man. Course. It was a lot of fun shooting with y'all, even though we kind of... <laughs> 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 it was fun. If y'all can hear what we've been through, it had been okay, a whole y'all. different story. Yeah. But we'll it was so much you. fun, though. Thank you, Spoke Crew, for coming and listening again. <laughs> and we all catch you guys later. Okay, bye, y'all. Bye, guys. Spoke and wow. <laughs> <laughs>